0: What is a wedding designer? Do I need a wedding designer? What questions should I be asking a wedding designer if I'm going to hire them? These are all really great, important questions that you should definitely be asking yourself. Yes, you need a wedding designer, Um, but I am talking to an amazing lady today who's super accomplished and is very excited to share with you all of the things related to wedding design. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, it's Desiree. Before we get to today's episode, I wanted to first give a shout out to our sponsors. The first sponsor is our own wedding planning template shop at shop.verveventco.com. Regardless of where you are in your wedding planning journey, this shop has tons of resources I created specifically for you, dear listener, based on a lot of the tools I use with my own clients. My most popular item these days is the ultimate wedding planning checklist for my couples, no surprise there and the styled shoot timeline and shot list for my wedding pros that are listening as well. Your friends and vendors seriously won't believe how organized you are with all these items in your arsenal. So make sure you visit the shop at shop.verveventco.com. Again, that's shop.verveventco.com. The second sponsor of our podcast is Love Stream. I've used Love Stream with my weddings and my couples are so happy. Not to mention they have excellent customer service, which is huge. Even though we all thought we'd be getting back to quote unquote normal weddings, I still have couples that have guests that aren't able to attend their wedding because they're international or someone became ill and couldn't travel. Luckily, LoveStream is a one-way, high-def, high-quality way to stream your wedding and help your guests feel like they're part of the audience at your wedding even though they're just sitting on their own couch at home. All they do is click your personal URL and they're able to watch without logging in, downloading an app, or messing with any of their microphone or camera settings. Easy peasy. And for any of you planning a destination wedding, they also offer all-inclusive live streaming destination wedding packages. I really like LoveStream because the platform is so easy to use for any size wedding. And what I love best about the company is their, again, excellent customer service, which has really helped my butt during some very stressful times. They also have a live chat feature, which lets you ask questions before and after you book with them to get 10% off any love stream package, visit verveventco.com backslash and enter the code ask 10 for 10% off. Again, that's verveventco.com backslash and use our code ask 10 for 10% off any LoveStream stream virtual wedding package. And now on to today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of Ask the Planner. Today we're talking with a very special guest about all things wedding design. I am super excited about this because as any of you guys know, that if, if you follow me on my wedding planning account for event co, you know I love all things related to the wedding design. Now when I say wedding design, that can mean a lot of different things to different people. So on today's episode, I'm referring to the floral and the decor and kind of the overall theme or concept that gives the wedding a cohesive look and feel. But today we have a really amazing expert that talks to us about the wedding design. So she is gabrielle mecca of edge design group based in atlanta and 21 years ago maxine mecca launched edge design group and since joining her mother's endeavor 17 years ago Gabrielle has helped build the brand into a luxury event production company. Gabrielle started in logistics and administrative roles while the mother-daughter duo expanded their presence in the Atlanta market. Today, Gabrielle serves as CEO while still heavily involved in day-to-day operations and the client experience. When not working, Gabrielle enjoys new Atlanta restaurants, watching True Crime... And snuggling with her dogs. I love the true crime stuff. I listen to podcasts all the time. And I'm always like trying to find like the right true crime podcast. (laughs) So guys, please help me welcome Gabrielle to the show. Gabrielle, thanks so much for joining me today. I can't wait to talk to you.
1: Thank you, Desiree. Looking forward to it.
0: Yay, awesome. So I like to start each episode getting to know our guests a little bit more before we dive into our topic. And as you heard, I read your bio at the top of the episode, but I would love for you to just tell our listeners in your own words a little bit more about you, how you got started in the industry, and you know what brought you guys to where you are today.
1: Great, thank you. So I actually grew up in a Uh, floral retail shop from the time I was a very little girl. My parents had a retail floral shop and would work there with them, you know, through grade school and high school and learn the inner workings of like process and handling responsibilities and dealing with the public and clients and, and learning a lot from that. After college, my mom had started Uh, event design because she just wanted to focus on the creative aspect she Mm -hmm. wanted to be able to do more than just daily deliveries Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and when I graduated I went back to work with her Mm -hmm. and again just started out understanding more of that niche of the market Mm -hmm. of wedding and we've just continued to grow and really want to what's Motivated Us has been the creative drive to create new things, new products, new floral designs. Mm-hmm. And I think that opened up, we kind of made a, a name for ourselves because people would come to us because they knew we were willing to do something different. Mm-hmm. And over the years, we've just built that culture into our business that we want to experiment and we want to test new things. And we want to really create new and exciting you know, events for our clients.
0: I love that. I mean, I feel like a lot of companies in our industry did start out as something smaller and then it just grew and then people are able to add on, you know, members of the family because they grew up doing it. And I, I just love that it has that longevity. And it's also reminds us, hopefully, people listening out there, you know, couples that are planning like this is a, a family-owned run business. Like a lot of these people are running something that's a dream and a passion of theirs. But it's it's not like a giant Amazon or a giant huge company mm-hmm. that's in it for the money and you know just like all the scale. I, you know, like these are actual people that are working really really hard for you. <laughs> so right. I love right. that.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Yeah, of course. And then my kids are still young. I call them my interns on my Instagram, <laughs> but. <laughs> They'll come like during setup like in the very, very beginning and they'll, you know, I'll tell them like, you can go like move a chair or you can go do this. And then I'm like, and then you can go home or, you know, go with daddy or whatever. But now my daughter, like, you know, we get into Thanksgiving and the holidays and she likes setting up place cards at the table and like, she's like starting to learn these things. I'm like, it's good. Like, I will train you. Like, if you want to come work for me, like, I will pay you And some, you know, so, so yeah. I love that. I think that's
1: important though, because it exposes Mm -hmm. them. To different things and different it triggers creativity. I mean, I remember being terrified to meet with somebody and my mom was a huge advocate to say you have it inside of you somewhere and you Mm -hmm. just keep building on top of it. So I think Mm -hmm. it's great to get them involved young.
0: Yeah. And then I also love that what you touched on, which is trying to think of things and be creative and not just doing the same thing that other people are doing, but really trying to give people a unique or different experience with your florals and your event production. I'm always, you know, I love the event design aspect and trying to be different. And whenever I talk to our couples, I just say, if there's a trend or something that you like, great, but let's not copy it. Let's try to think of a way to make it different for you so that it's, it's just, it's more memorable and it's not like we're just regurgitating something that we saw on Pinterest. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Well, this was super fun and I'm so excited to dive into what we're talking about today, which is wedding design, specifically the five design questions everybody, every couple should ask potential wedding designers. But before we get too far into that, let's back up a little bit. You know, I talked about a little bit, but for couples that are getting started and people in the industry who aren't used to working with an event designer, can you break it down for us what you mean when we say wedding design or event design? How do you define that?
1: So I define wedding and event design as creating a visual experience for the client through the use of floral, fabric, lighting, any other design elements, and really creating that experience. in through the way that the guests would experience it and using whether it's a, you know, a property, a venue or a private residence or tent, using all of that environment to create this feeling in this moment. So it's sensory overload in some ways, Right.
0: right? I agree. And I think it's it's not just I think people when they hear design, I think some people think it's just decor and they think it's just like the decorations. But it's it goes so much more beyond that. So I agree. With, it's a more of a it's an entire, you know, five senses experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that there are wedding planners Wedding designers and some planners that do both wedding planning and design. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for couples that are working with someone that focuses on one or two, how have you seen wedding planners and designers working together to create that really dream wedding for their clients? And can you explain a little bit, like how you, I guess, navigate people Mm -hmm. that do one or both? So,
1: that was a big learning experience for me, I'd say, over the past probably eight years, starting to work more with planners that also do design Mm because we consider ourselves like a boutique design house that Mm -hmm. we have our staff and our creative and our tradesmen that are in here, you know, building and creating. Mm -hmm. And it was, I think it can be in, it was intimidating at first to Mm -hmm. to be with planners, but we have developed some of the most amazing relationships with our planners that are also designers Mm -hmm. that really cultivate a level of respect for each other and collaboration because at the end of the day we've always produced the most successful events when everybody's collaborating especially on these larger scale ones that are multi-day events Mm -hmm. it's good to have that support and so Mm -hmm. we're certainly capable of doing it on our own Mm -hmm. and sometimes planners don't want to be bothered with it and they just want to do logistics and they lean on us more for that and mm-hmm. that's fantastic because we have more to offer but usually it works really it's so much more holistic when right. you have a planner that's also a designer because they're they're also weeding out some of that information and mm-hmm. they're helping support that information and they have more time with a client than right. you know a few meetings that we will have right they can help steer that personality
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: because we're our design house we have a lot to offer our planners because we are staying on top of trends and we're right. staying on top of you know what's being offered new linens and new technology and right. we custom produce in-house so mm-hmm. meeting one we could have fabricated a whole new set a whole new line of things that by meeting three or four they see and and they love so mm-hmm. it's a really beneficial process when it's you know, we, we work together.
0: Right. Right. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on obviously like what kind of couple it is, what kind of support they're looking for. And then, you know, if how much, you know, hands-on input they want in it and on the planner, you know, I love doing both, but I I love designing because I want it to be cohesive and I want mm-hmm. to make it all to make sense and it's all intentional. But at the end of the day, like I'm not—I don't consider myself an artist by any means. Like I can't draw anything. <laughs> I definitely can't fabricate anything. I don't have—you know—I have ideas, but right. I still feel like you all are really the, the artists and the artisans in this industry. So I'm mm-hmm. always, you know, and super creative. So I love that we can kind of work off of each other and really mm-hmm. let that the synergy work out and and make it look so amazing for our couples. So yeah, awesome. Okay, perfect. So this is obviously very, very helpful, I think, for couples being able to see how both sides can work together. So is there, you know, as far as when couples are working with planners or designers, is there a certain time that you think couples should hire a wedding designer? And what do you think they should have already accomplished before beginning that search for a wedding designer? I think couples should
1: hire typically about six to 12 months out, depending Mm -hmm. on the scale and the scope. We request that they already have their venue in place, and that they have a wedding planner, even if it's somebody that does, you know, just one or the other planning or design, because it just it's more fluid and it runs smoother. When we are, you know, we're just not always designing pretty. We're also whenever I'm meeting with somebody, even if it's at a venue that we haven't worked at, or if it's Mm -hmm. out of of state, I'm always thinking about mechanics and logistics for the execution of what they want the design to look like, you know, it's no different than the timeline to get a bride down the aisle and Mm -hmm. the bus schedule for guests and the hotel, you know, blocks
0: I'm Mm -hmm. thinking the
1: same way of how are we going to rig something? Right. What's it going to, you know, how's the flow? Is it going to flow right? Is We don't want to congest or bottleneck anything. So I think it's important to have all of that. And then also it's really important that couples sit down and figure out their their color scheme Mm -hmm. and in a general direction, there's certainly not going to be any super specific elements and then budget because budget is going to play a huge role in, you know, what's, what can get executed.
0: For sure. I mean, I think I completely agree with all of this. I think a lot of couples get very excited about the venue and then they're like, now I have to pick up my color scheme. I'm like, but there's other things that we definitely need to figure out before we get to that, that those fun things like the budget. And, you know, it's like an overall aesthetic that they're going for in order to make sure that we're not repeating, th- you know, steps that we should have done already ahead. And then it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's getting things messed up. So I completely agree with all of that. Awesome. Okay, so now let's get on to our actual, you know, the 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 meat of our conversation, which is the questions that couples should be asking potential wedding designers. So, what is your first question um, the couple should be asking? Well,
1: it seems pretty obvious, but mm-hmm. I think the first one is, "Are you available, and do you have a minimum budget that you work
0: in?" Agreed. And then, do you feel like is is there a is there like a range that you think people should have in their mind when they're thinking about wedding design and working with a designer and a design house, or do you think it's, it really just kind of depends on the market? I think
1: it depends on the market, but it's going to mm-hmm. come down to obviously the expectation, you know, mm-hmm. like how opulent do they want it to look? How mm-hmm. detailed do they want it to look and what's important to them? What are the priorities? Right. And, and having that planner will help prioritize and move around. Okay. It's food more important is, right. you know, the venue, the most important is your music and then decor. I mean, oftentimes people are coming to us because their food and beverage experience is as important as their decor and sometimes more.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But I think it's just, it's a, some of its market and it's just going to be the, you know, the guest count we've done. very. Yeah. I'm sure everybody does, you know, small guest counts and they want to blow it out of the
0: mm-hmm. park
1: with it. And where, where it's not, we don't want to, it helps us design based on a budget because we know where we can maneuver things and make those impact pieces so that it's not spread too thinly and it doesn't feel
0: like it's not impressive. Right. Yeah. You definitely want some parameters because I feel like sometimes, and it's, it can be hard for couples that they don't know, you know, have a starting number, which I think is why they should be talking to a wedding planner, Mm -hmm. but at least giving us you know, the planner and the designer parameters. So we can say, okay, if this is what you want to accomplish, then we can either add all of this stuff or we have to delete a lot of this stuff because we have to have our priorities straight. So I completely agree with that. Okay. And a lot, so,
1: sorry. No, go ahead. A lot, I think a lot of people don't, uh, clients don't understand or know what things cost because they've never done something to this scale before. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot easier easier to go into a dress store and you see tags, you know, price mm-hmm. tags on everything. With design, so much of it's conceptual mm-hmm. that you're you're not just pulling stuff off a shelf, you're creating it and I think that can be right. very intimidating and some it's a lot of our responsibility to be educating them mm-hmm. so they understand where their money's going because even right. a lot of our clients that set budgets they they'll pay more because they right. want it they just didn't know that that's what it cost and and what went into it so i think exactly.
0: that's important too yeah, I, I agree, too, because sometimes like we, we can say we, this is our budget. But if you want to be able to stretch it or if you if you're able to grow it, then let me know that as well so that I can right. show you like the other options exactly. that you might have wanted to see that we didn't know you would be willing to pay for. Exactly. Absolutely. Awesome. OK, so question one is availability and if you have a minimum budget that you work mm-hmm. with. So what is question two that couples should be asking?
1: The second question couples could ask is whether or not we have a specific uh, design style or aesthetic that we specialize
0: mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then as far as, you know, if they're asking that, because I feel like some couples might not even know if they ask that question, what your answer might mean. So can you explain a little bit more of, a, you know, what you would mean by that or how you would mm-hmm. answer that or how you would describe what you guys do?
1: Right. So we've been very cognizant of trying not to get stuck in a specific style, Mm -hmm. where we because we always want to do what the client wants, as opposed to what we want, or what we're, you know, we challenge ourselves in that Mm -hmm. way. But there are some aesthetics that Mm -hmm. that are too much of a challenge, or just not in a realm of like comfortability, you know, and and so Saying, I would say that we can pretty much do anything. You know, mm-hmm. we're not, we haven't pin, pinned pinned ourselves into like traditional mm-hmm. or modern or any of that we mm-hmm. try to blend all of that and be reflective. Mm-hmm. But there's some times where a client will come and say like, "Oh, I wanted something very obscure and very specific," mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just not really what we're strong at. And so we right. have to. There has to be an understanding that you know we can say that's not really a good fit for us because we, right. at the end of the day, we want them to have their vision Mm -hmm. and bring it to life. And and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just not.
0: um, Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. I agree. Cause I feel like when I work with couples, I always ask them, like, can I see your Pinterest board just so I can see what they gravitate towards? It's Mm -hmm. not, I'm like, we're not going to copy it. We're not, but I want (laughs) to know, you know, when we're picking up photographers or when we're picking out the florists, like, what are they actually gravitating towards so that I can help steer them in the right direction as far as other people that tend to style that way or tend to photograph in a certain way or a certain mm-hmm. editing style or even just like how they want their day to look. So yeah, and I think sometimes that's it's also hard for couples too. So I think mm-hmm. asking that question is a really good idea. Awesome. Okay. So question three, what is the third question that couples should be asking?
1: I think couples need to ask what the capabilities are for customization, fabrication and production.
0: Mm-hmm. That is a really great question. So because you're saying that some couple, because I don't, I don't even think some couples know that you all can actually make things in-house. Mm-hmm. So if there's a specific linen or a specific bar or whatever that they want made. So can you explain a little bit more about that as far as like, it, say a, a design house says that we do stuff in-house or we outsource stuff. How should they be you know, responding to those answers?
1: Yes. So we actually do a little bit of both. So okay. we will offer service to manage any thing that we don't have in house. And okay. that's a, you know, a service that a lot of our clients appreciate because they mm-hmm. don't and planners, because a lot of them mm-hmm. don't want to be bothered with keeping up with the paperwork on rental mm-hmm. chairs and chargers and mm-hmm. flatware and things like that. So we mm-hmm. will manage all of that. So it takes that burden off the planner and the client. And then our capabilities in-house that we can create like you said those custom bar pieces or mm-hmm. an interactive escort wall
0: mm-hmm. that
1: is more interesting and more personalized yeah. for the client and it you know makes it unique for them so we have our warehouse and inventory and we have you know we can do metal fabrication we mm-hmm. can do woodworking mm-hmm. so that helps with that customizing and it also helps so that we're not bringing in any rentals that we might have here. I mean, we're not doing furniture and linens, Mm -hmm. but we can do bars and tables and things Mm -hmm. like that. That gives them a unique experience and it's in house and it's managed by us.
0: Yeah, I love that. I mean, when I was a a planner in Washington, D.C., we had uh, several companies that could fabricate or make a lot of this stuff, because sometimes if you if you just want to be creative, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So having someone that can actually build it or that can reupholster furniture or whatever so it actually matches everything was very, very helpful. I miss having that. We have some of that up here where I am in New York, but it's harder to find people. And I think mm-hmm. there is less of a demand where I in the market that I'm in, but I always want to know if I want to do this, mm-hmm. who am I going to ask right. to be able to build this stuff? <laughs> awesome. Okay. So that was question three. So I'm just gonna recap our first three questions, which were, you know, are you available and do is there a minimum budget that you work with? What is your design style or aesthetic if you if you have one that you are particularly more comfortable working in, or do you do everything? And then what are their capabilities for customization, fabrication, and management of the the whole design? So perfect. Okay, so what's your next question? What's question four? The couple should be asking. And I know we've touched
1: on this already, mm-hmm. but I think the couple should be asking that since we are a designer and they've hired a planner designer, do we still work together mm-hmm. and do they still need us? And right. I think that's important so that they understand the synergy that
0: happens. I think that's a really great point because hopefully, you know, they do. They have different strengths. I always think it's just great to have like a really great big team. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, I agree. because <laughs> Everyone can yeah. work together and many, many hands make the work lighter, I think. Perfect. Okay, awesome. And the question five, what would you say is the last question that a couple should definitely be asking?
1: I think they should be asking how their design team can make their wedding different and mm-hmm. personal.
0: Awesome. So do you feel like is there something special or specific that you like to say or highlight about your company when when people ask you that question? Or how would they try to use that to differentiate?
1: What differentiates us and how would we mm-hmm. answer that is mm-hmm. that Our biggest thing is that we want to make it different. Just like you said, we don't want to just copy something off of Pinterest. We can use that as inspiration, but because we have such a drive to make things unique, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, doing custom bar inserts or doing a, you know, a certain hanging installation differently, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. The way our team is built and the culture that we have, we want to accept those challenges and be creative. And I think we're very passionate about that. And that comes across with our clients. So Mm -hmm. they get excited about it. And then, you know, we get excited. And like Mm -hmm. you said, it's a bigger team. We also partner with vendors that we know we can challenge them, you know, and and that helps say, okay, we have this client, they want something really special and unique. This, these are the ideas that we've come up with. And this is what we're challenging you to do because some people just don't, they'll make something really beautiful, you know, other design companies Mm -hmm. or floral companies, they will do beautiful work, but they just kind of want to be left alone. Like, let me use what I have. And this is our inventory where we're Mm -hmm. constantly reinvesting in our
0: inventory and our production. Mm -hmm. Gosh. Yeah. I feel like. All of the, the warehouse space that you guys have to have and like all of the equipment <laughs> that you all have to have to, to keep up with everything, you know, and fabricating things. And are you going to keep something if, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to use, it? The, <laughs> there's just a lot that goes into it that I feel like couples don't even think about or realize. So, so yeah, I love that about you guys. Awesome. Is there anything else that um, you wanted to touch on that we might have not covered yet That as far as the wedding and design? I think that
1: couples need to do their research Mm -hmm. on the people that they hire and their Mm -hmm. team. And a lot of that comes from referrals, but it's Mm -hmm. still, which is like gold, but it's still good to do the research. And Mm -hmm. then for them to trust that team, you know, I think that's a, trust is a very big part of what we do because it's Mm -hmm. like I said before, it's not, it's so conceptual and it's so abstract Mm -hmm. until it's in front of you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I think that's important for them.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think that, you know, whenever I work with my service providers, I want them to be able to focus on their craft and, you know, be the artist or be the musician or whatever it is that they they're doing. And I have to tell them, I want you to trust us and the team that we put together. But I don't like to micromanage because I feel like that's just, you know, it, it creates a not good place for your mind when you're trying to be creative and you're trying to do something different and then yeah just like letting them be able to stretch themselves create creatively and that's when I think that you get the really most amazing jaw-dropping things mm-hmm. because it's not you weren't micromanaging they were able to really like just feel very free to right. do and, and to create which I think is really really important but yeah for sure Vet them really, really well and then let them do what they want to do because they will be amazing, I think is a really, really good point. Awesome. Okay. So I'm just going to recap for our listeners, our questions, which were, are you available and is there a minimum budget that you work with? Do you have a specific design style or an aesthetic? Number three is what are your capabilities for uh, fabrication and customization and managing the whole design process? Um, Number four is, can you still work with my planner if I've hired one? Um, And then number five is how do you differentiate yourselves from others and what you know what do you guys think is special about you which I think is those are really 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 great questions and I think when couples ask that they're really going to get a good sense of who the people are that they're working with so so Awesome. Yay. Well, this was such a great conversation. I think it's gonna be super helpful for our listeners. Before we wrap up, i like to ask two questions at the end before I let you go. So the first question is, because you are an expert in the field and you know so much from all that you've done, all that you guys have accomplished, is there something else or one piece of advice that you would give our listeners that might be surprising or something that they're not thinking about, a surprising detail about their planning that you want to pass on to our listeners?
1: I think just keeping in mind the amount of work that all Mm -hmm. of these small businesses are putting their heart and soul into.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: But at the end of the day, to just enjoy it because it's one day
0: or three days Mm -hmm. of a celebration and they still have the rest of their lives. Right. I completely agree. I mean, it's, that's why we work so hard because there are no wedding do-overs, <laughs> but really, I think we do it because we want them to be able to enjoy themselves and to just be able to be present and in the moment. So, mm-hmm. you know, you vetted us, let us do the job that you hired us to do, but really just go enjoy the party because that's why you hired us. Right. And so right. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. And the last question was, you know, because I believe that life's too short to waste it on moments without meaning or that give us joy. What gives you the most joy or the most meaningful to you?
1: Being around my mom mm. and my dogs and my soon-to-be husband.
0: Yay! Oh, my gosh, you're getting married. That's so exciting. <laughs> it's like someone in the industry is getting married. <laughs> When's your, do you have a date?
1: I don't. We okay. don't. With this, uh, We've been engaged for longer than a year now, but it's just COVID yeah. and things yeah. changed and life yeah. happened. So we'll get there. But those are the moments that I, I look forward to and spending time on the beach. That's my happy place.
0: I agree. That's I love that. That's when my husband and I like, we're going to retire. And then we're going to be at the beach. That's yeah. going to be our happy place. <laughs> Eventually, right. one day. Awesome. Well, Gabrielle, this was so much fun. It was so lovely talking to you. I really, really appreciate it. Before we go, can you let our listeners know where to find you online?
1: Yes. Our website is www.edgedesignatlanta.com.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And on social media, our Instagram is Edge Design Group.
0: Perfect. And no spaces or anything or underscore just edge design group. Yeah. Correct. Awesome. Yay. Well, this was so much fun. I loved talking to you. Hopefully we can work together in the future one day. I have some I know I had a couple that was from Atlanta, but um but they were they got married up here. So so yeah, thank
1: you so much. Thank you, Desiree. It was a pleasure.
0: Guys, wasn't that episode awesome? I really appreciated Gabrielle coming on the show and sharing all her expertise with us. One of the biggest reasons weddings are beautiful and cohesive events is they have an amazing design team bringing the couple's vision to life. And Gabrielle and her team are no exception. If you're in the South, I definitely recommend checking them out. And for the show notes to this episode, visit verveventco.com forward slash 38. Again, that's verveventco.com forward slash 38. But if you prefer to create your wedding design on your own, my wedding mood board in the wedding planning template shop will walk you through how to do just that. Visit shop.verveventco.com to check it out. Again, that's shop.verveventco co.com and that is the wedding mood board template finally please don't forget to leave a five-star review for the podcast in apple podcasts if you like this format let me know if you prefer we change it up and do something else please include that in your review and we will make sure to adjust and don't forget to leave your instagram handle in your review so i can follow you back That is it for today's episode. I will talk to you again in our next episode with Cindy Coy from Harborview Studios. And whether or not you have hired a wedding videographer or if you have decided against it, I challenge you to listen to this episode, which will be episode 39, and see if you still think you don't need one. I think you will change your mind. The episode is going to be that powerful. Again, thank you all so much for joining me today. I will talk to you next time and happy planning. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you.